BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Breeze Nation, what is good? It's your boy, Pat, the designer, back at it again. Jordan J.C., host of the Chicago Bears, Breeze, and ATS Report in the building with me nope. today. The pettiest man alive on his way. Y'all know how kid is. Uh, what's good? <laughs> a lot to get late. into on this one, man. I mean, big shout out to uh, Adam Schefter over on ESPN Chicago joining up with the boys today. And uh, listen. He's just making news back to back. I don't know. The chef, he said, hey, y'all want this news? I got this news for you. After yesterday, going on with Waddle and Sylvie today and basically talking about where he believes the Chicago Bears actually could get some good draft capital all in on the Bears getting a second for Justin Fields, but also believes that they could get a first. And when Tommy Waddle asked him, I mean, he basically just went, listen, if uh, if 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 you want to pick a team that is available that's willing to give a pick that needs a quarterback, the Bears could get a first round pick from them. I don't know if I believe that all the way. I don't know if I'm fully in on that, but we're gonna break all of that down. Also got the odds on favorite for Justin Fields teams next year. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page, leave that five star review. Y'all know what to do. You? First things first. JC, what's going on with you, my guy? How man, you feeling, feeling man? good, feeling good, man. And you see, uh, we don't talk about bulls all the time, but I'm rocking bulls gear today. Got to might get a little bulls action in today. I don't, I don't know if <laughs> a little I mean, bit, we, right? We still have to talk about the Zach Levine situation. It keeps getting pushed back because new Bears news keeps coming out. Always but just kind of where yeah. the bulls are at. But that's a that's what yeah. we do that at the end of the show so we don't lose the audience because I don't even blame leave the breadcrumbs at the end, right? Bro, yeah. I don't even blame them for leaving, bro. I yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> shout out to everybody in the chat. OT Loki in the chat said road to 30k. Appreciate you. Michael H in the building, Trevor Rogers in the building, Dark Mind in the building, <laughs> Tiny said, I see y'all on time today. Yeah, we got we got we're working through it. Don't yeah. worry about what's going on over here. Uh yesterday every- was rough. <laughs> 
Yeah, hey, that was tough. Evie Beardown Davis says, yeah, Swifty already debunked Schefter's opinion. Listen, I love Swifty. I think Swifty has an amazing channel, and I understand he's going with the knowledge over narratives. Uh, 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 you dig? Adam Schefter be right a lot. I'm willing yeah. to give Adam Schefter the benefit of the doubt <laughs> on some of these misses. I get it, right? He'd be wrong. There are times where he's wrong. There's times where he's all in, and he may be wrong in this situation. Yeah. And listen, as a Fields guy, I like Justin Fields. I hope he is. But I'm going to give Adam Schefter the benefit of the doubt. He's had a, a long, uh, uh, a successful career of uh, hitting on them Johns. Uh, <laughs> uh, Emilio says it's over. Super chat already. It's over. Caleb is the guy. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, hey, we got two months left, man. We got two months left. Yeah, we'll, it's yeah, a lot of speculation. I, I ain't going to lie to you. I hope he'll take it to, to April. Don't take this to April, bro. Just make the decision. Just get that done. Get a great fleece somebody. Get a deal done. Let's get this over with. Let's have a conversation, though, my boy. The the conversation about the Bears possibly getting a first-round pick. And I'm going to give you the odds on favorites to uh, uh, for Justin Fields to play for next season. And I think it's interesting because the odds still favor Justin Fields playing for the Chicago Bears Next season. Now, these are coming okay. from uh, DraftKings has these odds up right now. Plus 100 for Justin Fields to play for the Bears. Plus 140 for him to be with the Falcons. Plus 450. Raiders are two. Which is very surprising to me mm. because you're talking about a, a team that just hired Luke Getze. Why would he go back? Why would Luke Getze want him back? They also had some stuff to say in the interview as well, uh, kind of kind of against Justin in a way. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't know about that one. I don't. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Shout out for the super chats coming in early. Athy three G said, "Poles playing his cards so close, you'll think he in the Illuminati." Love that. that a thousand points for that That's one. That was a secrets on that. Yeah, right there. <laughs> a thousand point comment right there. That was a point comment on that one. Uh, Seahawks plus 750 and then kind of others after that. Broncos are on there. Pittsburgh is on there. Both plus 1600. New England and the Vikings are some names on the list. Commanders and Titans as well. But I think Titans end up sticking with Will Levis. But I think those first four teams are very interesting. Number one, still the Bears. And yeah. I checked this on FanDuel as well. The odds on favorite right now, Chicago Bears over on FanDuel as well as the where Justin Fields will take his first snap in the next season of the NFL season. Falcons and Raiders were flip-flopped, but both in that top two. Do you foresee either of those teams being willing to give up a first overall pick for Justin Fields? I mean, I've said this before. I think that if you're you're trading away your first pick for Justin, then there's a reality where we probably need to keep Justin because I wouldn't see somebody who who if you're trading somebody away for that type of pick, that means that they're they're they've already proven themselves to a certain degree in the league, and I just don't see it realistically. I I see a second, a third, a fourth pick for Justin at the highest. But hey, if 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 Atlanta comes calling because maybe they think that they they're the team or that they have the GM to to 
get all of the 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 whatever we we haven't gotten out of Justin Fields, then then yeah, because they have the team around him to do it already. If he was to be dropped into that that situation with a, we talked about Kyle Pitts, Drake London, uh, Bijan Robinson, they have supreme talent over there that's young as well that can grow with Justin. So I could see a, pot- a potential scenario where maybe they're like, you know what, we're gonna bank on developing Justin Fields to his to his strengths his his you know better his throwing because he already has proven the 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 you know the the mobility and the 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 yards the rushing yards aspect of the quarterback position but yeah sure if 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 that's the case I don't I don't I, I won't say it's a reality but hey you never know sometimes GMs kind of kind of do crazy things that's why I figured I thought maybe the Raiders right if if there's ever a team that you felt like maybe could get in on that and you would be like okay what team would actually have Low enough capital where you say, "Listen, we're not ge- we're not even giving up what he was drafted for. We feel like we can get more out of him." It would have been the Raiders, right? But mm. the Luke Getzey aspect of that to me kills the Raiders completely in yeah. this scenario. Yeah, because I just I, I I don't foresee him wanting to run that back. I don't foresee him wanting to continue to to have the speculation of you're the reason that Justin Fields sucks. And as much as this team keeps calling out, uh, uh, um, like, or I'm sorry, as much as this team called out Luke Getze, I just, I don't foresee that being a situation that's realistic in the long term for the Chicago bears. Now the Seattle Seahawks to me is an interesting one as well. Like when I, when I look at the Seahawks, Okay, maybe you want to take a long-term shot there. Pittsburgh's a name that maybe you would want to do something because you don't have a quarterback in that situation. And maybe you're, you don't feel that the draft capital you have right now is going to be good enough for you to go out and get uh, 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 a top pick. I mean, Pittsburgh right – or I'm sorry, a top quarterback right now. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. right now sitting 20th. Um, in the in the NFL yeah. draft, and then Seattle right now is 16th. I think those are both far enough down where you could kind of be like, "Hey, listen, I, I guess I understand what we need to get done here. We'll give up this capital to go get this guy." Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think Seattle is an interesting one because I mean, you talk about what Shane Waldron did with Geno uh, there, even though now he's on Chicago, but. Yeah. Uh, the fact that maybe they think, okay, well, if we develop one guy, at, you know, after he had some pretty, you know, mid seasons uh, in Geno, we could develop someone of Justin Fields' level as well and uh, bring him in to kind of be that that pass of the baton when when Geno gets done. So I could see that Pittsburgh is another good one because you know they they have not picked well at quarterback. We've talked about Kitty Pickett. We yeah. talked about all of their. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah we've we talked about it. <laughs> we like you know that 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 that. You mean, is, can that he throw is, a picket? Yeah, can he throw a dog on picket? Every dog on every dog on game. Um, but I think that Pittsburgh is a viable option too. Uh, they have some good receivers over there. Deontay Johnson, Pickens, uh, Freer Muth, I think is an underrated tight end. Uh, they have a decent team as well that he can build around. Yeah, I, I think that they're a team to me that probably makes the most sense out of everybody. Again, Bears are the odds on favorite to make it there. But like when I look at Pittsburgh, to me, they're the ones them and Denver are tied right now. I don't foresee Denver going there like but I guess right they're They're also in a little bit better. Where's Denver at on the draft right now? Denver sitting 12th. Maybe. Hmm. Right. Maybe. Could you see that's that's higher than Vegas, though. 
Like, that's a team right there that's higher than where Vegas is at right now on the draft line. I don't think that it would cost you as much to get up closer if you feel like somebody falls. Maybe you take a chance on a Bo Nix. Maybe you take, you know what I mean? Like, but I think the the interest to me is right. Like, if you're a first-round team, I would think you have to be close enough to the second round to say there's no chance we get a quarterback. That, to me, is Pittsburgh. Like you mentioned, there's weapons there. I feel like that would be Tomlin would be a guy who would take a chance on Justin mm-hmm. Fields. Yeah. Um, because he would be like, listen, if you don't come in here and screw it up, we've we've been gone 500 without guys screwing it up that are worse than you. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good. I'm I'm also of the of the of the, the like going back to Denver. That that's an interesting one because I know we talked about this in the past about potentially Sean Payton being interested in moving all the way up to number one in a trap in a trade hall, potentially that speculation. But um, at the same time, you know, what if he thinks that maybe he can kind of develop Justin Fields? Because a lot of people are saying there are some of the still still some of the same uh, skill sets and uh, tools in Justin Fields that you have in Caleb Williams to a degree. So right. uh, maybe they do go that route. Maybe they're willing to trade that because I think Sean Payton would have to be I think Sean Payton has to sign uh, uh, off on that, though. Oh, that's a guarantee. Sean Payton's not bringing anybody in that he doesn't believe in. Um, yeah. It's just it's it's so interesting to me that now we're talking first. And here's the here's the part that that. And again, like I said, with with uh, uh, I saw Swifty kind of going at Shefty a little bit on you know when he's wrong and stuff like that. The one thing mm-hmm. that I will say about um, Adam Schefter is. I feel like, yeah, he d- probably really does believe that the Chicago Bears can get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. I don't believe that. I don't feel like anybody is willing to give up a first-round pick for Justin Fields right now because unless you're – like, I don't think any of the teams are desperate enough that are in that position. Are the Steelers desperate for a quarterback? Right, like Tomlin's not losing his job. Everybody was like, "Oh, Mike Tomlin's got one." They year don't left fire their head Mike coaches. Mike Tomlin's gonna be there. <laughs> they don't fire their head coach. He's gonna get re-signed. He's yeah. gonna yeah. be there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, I I don't feel like Tomlin is desperate for a quarterback now. Maybe because they used the capital they used to go get Kenny Pickett. That is different. Mm. And if teams start offering that second, you could look at some of the teams like later on in that first round and say, you know what, we might actually need to go out here and and throw a cube or throw a first round pick their way just to make sure that we get the guy. But I think the the question you also have to ask yourself is right, you sit if let's go with the the uh Pittsburgh scenario. Pittsburgh's 20. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. trades the first overall pick for Justin Fields. You're only getting the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all you get. That's you're it. not getting. You're not getting future capital. You're no. not getting future assets. You're not getting who's at twenty that we feel we have to take this season, or is that a pick that maybe you trade Justin get the pick and have to flip for more picks later down? Because I don't think that's the time to go out and take either of the centers that we like in that spot. I don't think that's the time to go take. Uh, you wait. Yep. Yeah. Like at that point, you're you're back in the. I don't know who's in the 20 range right now. Is Malik Neighbors falling that far? No, no, because Malik is in the discussion with Rome for like number yeah, nine, Malik 10, might be 11, top 12. 10. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the tight end, uh, but you got Brock tight Bowers, end. Brock Bowers, no, yeah, he's maybe, probably like, early. I, I don't know who would be 20 where I'm like, and it's not to say you can't trade back, but who do you believe in enough where you're going, I'm trading Justin. We got this first overall pick. I have to select somebody 20. 
I think it's like those second tier receivers like uh that are that could still be in the first round. Uh, I have a few of them that I know of. Uh Keon Coleman from Florida State, Xavier Leggett or Leggett uh from uh South Carolina. Those guys might fall within the 20 to 30 range. Uh but uh as far as like other other like maybe there's an edge rusher or or tackle that's in the second tier that might fall outside of uh the, that that top 15, but for me, I think that if you're going to trade Justin Fields and expect the first round pick, I saw somebody that put it in the chat say that maybe you also package that number nine pick and get an even higher pick. Like I think somebody mentioned a scenario of New York Giants. I know we're not, not talking about the Giants, but potentially, you know, a pick like that where you get you get your sixth or you go up to six, trade mm. Justin Fields and the number nine pick. Yeah. For that. You know, I could see a scenario with that, but not not just straight up. Now, right now, uh, looks like they have uh, Amarius Mims from Georgia, offensive tackle, um, okay. going 20th to Pittsburgh. So that's those are kind of the, get, the guys in your range. Interior O-lineman, uh, Graham Barton is on there. Um, okay, I know their name. Yeah. Hey, yo, yo. Yeah, see, you see, see a this, crazy name. No, see, this is the problem. I haven't gone through every position deep dive yet. I've gone through our positions of need, bro. What you got? Who is Kool Aid McKinstry, bro? Oh, cornerback from Alabama, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. He a beast. I know that's a crazy bro. name, but he is a beast. Bro. Kool Aid, bro. <laughs> this man named Kool Aid, bro. Bro, he from Alabama, man. Roll Tide. What do you mean? This man, Mama, sat there and pushed him out and said, "Kool-Aid." Is that his real name? That's what she probably was drinking on. I don't know. You know, maybe oh, she liked fruit dog. punch. Well, hold maybe on, she like he had to change his name, right? Like this is a, this can't be. Oh yeah, black, black people, we got to do better. <laughs> we got to do oh, better. Oh, somebody said that that's a nickname. I don't know his real name because I saw I've seen Kool-Aid McKinstry in all the mock drafts, so I don't know his real name. If bro, that's what's his, the, bro, that's so his please, nickname. Please, somebody drop his real name in here so I so I'm not sitting Patron, here. stop playing, Emiliano. <laughs> bro, bro, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Patron McKinstry. Dog. <laughs> Dog. Right. What if the real name is worse? <laughs> Hennessy Douglas. I mean, like, what are we talking about? Good. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know if the real name's better. I'll, I'll accept it because I'll say this is of the culture. Quincy, y'all crazy. I'll accept it because I'll, I'll say that. it's Whatever. of the culture. It's of the culture, right? Is, oh, I, is that for I, real? I can deal with Quincy. That's for real? Yeah, that's his real name. I Jaquincy. see a couple people. Okay, Jaquincy. all right. We're rolling with Quincy then. Quincy right. or Jaquincy, one of, one of the... Hey, dude, you got Booger McFarlane out here. Hey, bro, you're not wrong. That's true. That's true. Hey, yeah. You're not wrong. Okay. Jay Crit, y'all bringing us back to reality, making some good points. Hey, man, <sighs> we appreciate y'all for tuning in to show and love. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We're going to keep the conversation going after we take a quick break. We're talking about could the Chicago Bears get a first-round pick for Justin Fields? And if they can't, what do we feel is the best draft capital they can get? We'll keep all that going on the other side. Kool-Aid is crazy, Napa. dog, after a word from our sponsors, bro. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. And I just, oh, just gave up. Just gave up on the sponsorship right there. I'm glad we wasn't yeah, doing that. 
Appreciate you guys for tuning in and watching the show. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Aura. Have you ever done a Google search on your own name? You'd be surprised what pops up. Your full name, email address, home address, health records, your relatives. It's all out there. And that's why I've been using Aura, the sponsor of today's video. Aura shows me which data brokers are selling my information and automatically submits opt-out requests just for me. Cleaning up my information not only helps reduce the amount of spam I get, but it protects me from hackers who could use that information to help them access my social media, bank accounts, and other sensitive information. It's really simple to set up. I don't have to download several apps or go to things like antivirus, VPN, password management, parental controls, identity theft, but you can get all of that in one place with Aura. I get everything at one affordable price as well. You may already have one or two of these tools, but not having Aura is like leaving the front door locked while leaving the back door and windows wide open. For you to be able to take advantage of Aura, we got a special deal for you here today. Stop data brokers from exposing your personal information. Go to my sponsor at https forward slash aura.com forward slash the windy city. Again, that is uh, aura.com forward slash the windy city to get a 14 day free trial and see how much of your information is being sold. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Y'all going crazy in the chat right now. <laughs> the chat is going insane right now. I, I hate I called that boy name out on the chat, bro. Watch the Bears make this trade and draft. Dude, I, my head, I'm lightheaded right now. Somebody said his daughter's name is Essentia McKinstry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love to another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. My God, bro, that is great. If Kool-Aid uses Aura, would that protect the nutrition facts? <laughs> I don't know about Kool-Aid's uh, credit score. Oh, oh no, God, bro. Oh, damn, relax, relax. <laughs> credit score got to be bad, dog. Jesus. Let's not go all in on the stereotypes oh, here. Okay, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're having a conversation on Justin Fields here. Um, could, the, could the Bears possibly 
get back a first-round pick for Justin Fields. Adam Schefter does believe so. Again, those top four teams that uh, that Justin Fields is odds-on favorite to, to be a part of. Chicago Bears, Atlanta Falcons, Vegas Raiders, Seattle Seahawks are the top four odds-on favorites. But some of the later teams are a little bit more interesting to me because it makes more sense for them to trade for him because they can't get as high up in the draft. Denver sitting right now at 12, probably out of a quarterback scenario. Pittsburgh, to me, probably could be an odds-on favorite. They're six plus 1,600 right now. But I think they're a name to me that makes the most sense when we're having this conversation, a lot that's already there, different things like that. Um, one thing that I will say about this and, and why I believe that the Bears – if they do move Justin Fields, we'll have to look at one of those teams is because you're going to have to create a bidding war. Something else that Adam Schefter said in that uh, uh, um, interview with Waddle and Silvery over on ESPN, over on the ESPN Chicago YouTube channel, check that out over there as well, is that he does believe that the trade market for Justin Fields is limited. He believes mm, that there are not, there's not 15 teams knocking at the Bears' <laughs> door to come get Justin Fields. He 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 says that, you know, it feels like it's going to be a limited trade market, but because there will be two, three, four teams that actually need a quarterback that will be interested in him, that you will still be able to get some kind of bidding war going here. That's the only scenario where I see maybe Pittsburgh swooping in and saying, you know what, what else do we need? Because I think that's the question with Pittsburgh to me. What else... Are they going to go after in this draft? Like, yeah, they may need some DB help, but like, are you drafting Kool-Aid, bro? Like, you drafting? We going Kool-Aid there? That's a... I'm going to be honest with you. The more we talk about him, I might, I might want Kool-Aid on the Bears. We got to get Kool-Aid on the Bears. So every time he does something, the 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 the, uh, the, the song, the oh, yeah, can come Okay. Oh, All right, guys. Like, like, I mean, that's, that's good. <laughs> But uh, now you know another no. guy who is uh, got to have the best name in the draft. Talk about your worst names in the draft, but one of the best names in the draft that I'm a little bit interested on. If we were to get down there, young man out of Penn State, who I watched a little bit of tape on him, Chop Robinson. I don't know if you've seen anything from Chop oh, Robinson. I like Chop Robinson, but uh, yeah. great name. First off, for an edge rusher, a position yes. of need that the Bears would look to go after. I think that you you, you could have a little bit of. Uh, that would be a pick that I would be like, all right, that was a great way to to help out your defense. You've still got a young defense. You're still developing there. Maybe you pay for your three technique, which I think is the path of success anyway. Um, and you've got a young edge rusher on the end. You've still got uh, Javon Dexter in there. You've still got Zach Pickens in there. And you've got Montez Sweat on the other side. Yeah, I do like Chop Robinson's potential. Uh, he's kind of, to me, what Leonard Floyd was coming out of college, you know, kind of stringy, wiry, but you can tell that he has a great speed. I think he has the best speed coming off the edge from what I read before in his uh, scouting. Uh, has some decent pass uh, rush moves as well. And so, you know, when he goes to the next level, he just needs to work on his his strength, his uh, ability to kind of bull rush and, you know, get around the edge a little little stronger. But uh, Chop Robinson's a good name. Um he reminds I'm me of a, he reminds me of a Leonard Floyd, yeah. which I wouldn't mind on this team. Yeah, because right. I've now. already got my Khalil Mack. There you go. Yeah, Leonard Floyd coming in being the number one. Eh, we all sitting there going, I don't know. we should. No, we don't need that. a project leading the leading the, uh, the Leonard the, Floyd the coming in and being your number two, number three. I'm okay with that. 
Yeah. And no, I get some people saying, well, he stays hurt. Well, I mean, that's the that's the chance you take on some of these prospects. Because I even think of uh, Latu from uh, UCLA. They, yeah. he's, he's, he's hurt. But I mean, the man has put up, I think he had like a stat where he put up 20 sacks and 20-something games in college. Like, you take chances with some of these prospects. I mean, that's what it's technically all about in an NFL draft. You're taking chances what the potential is. Even with Caleb, you're taking a chance that he can be generational. So... You know, Chop is a name that I would like uh, later on. Like, if we're getting a pick later on in the late first round, if we trade with, like, a, a Pittsburgh for Justin Fields, yeah. we get 20 and maybe get a second-round pick along with that, uh, I'm I'm all for getting uh, Chop. Leonard Floyd is not a 4-3 DE boy. Y'all hear one piece of the argument, y'all have no idea what we're talking about here. Y'all hear, y'all hear one piece of the conversation, have no idea what we're talking about here. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said we're going to get Leonard Floyd. I said he reminds me of Leonard Floyd. Yeah, coming yeah. here. Good lord. Yeah, he, but anyway, prospect. Yeah, I digress. Two over two hundred in the chat. Shout <laughs> hey, out to the two hundred in the building. Forty six likes on the video though. Can we get the likes up? Got to get them like, up. We always low on the likes. Let's get the yeah, likes, that, man. You know, sometimes they like us, sometimes they don't. It's because we made fun of Kool Aid, bro. I mean, listen, who doesn't love Kool Aid? I would think that. I would think they would like us because we talked about Kool Aid. Because <laughs> we made fun of Kool Aid. Yeah, there's yeah. no more of a Chicago show. They made fun of them more than we did. Than in the if chat. you're making fun of Kool Aid, what do you think it says? I will say this. What do you think it says about? Um, the, the Justin Fields situation that Adam Schefter believes that there is a limited pool of teams that you can try and go get. And I do think, right, you're having a conversation. That's why, to me, you're probably having second-round conversation, honestly. Mm -hmm. Because, to I me, mean, Atlanta, I, Vegas, to me, is out. I, I don't care. I don't care what Vegas says. The Raiders, Vegas yeah, is man. out. Vegas is that out. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, 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 I don't care what Vegas. Seattle, maybe. And then Pittsburgh, to me, are the teams. I don't think the Patriots would be. Patriots can take a quarterback. Why would they take Justin Fields? Commanders, meh. Left King, Les Kingsbury wants them. But they're, they're at two. They could take a quarterback as well. And yeah. Titans, I think, roll with with uh, with, Le with Levis. With Levis, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he did pretty good with it there. Uh, for me, my thing is, even if there isn't a huge calling for Justin Fields, whether there's 15 teams or seven teams or – all we need is one to fleece. And that, that's that's been my thought process is as long as there's interest, as there, as people are saying there is, in Justin Fields going to a different team, all we, we need is one to fleece uh, to, to to build our picks and build this team. I, I You know, it doesn't matter if there isn't a whole half the half the league is calling for Justin Fields because, like I said before, all it takes, and, and we've seen this year after year. There's a GM who thinks now they're not treat, they're not doing him right. They're not, they're not, you know, uh, setting him up to succeed. They're not calling the right plays. They're not scheming around his strengths. I can do that. Yeah, that's all we need is this one GM to think that way. We got it. Well, the one thing I wonder about, like Atlanta's the team where I think right, you're probably looking second round pick for Atlanta. They're not going to give up. I've I've said this the entire time. I don't see any scenario where Atlanta's like, yeah, we don't want the number eight pick in the draft. We're just going to give up our pick. But maybe that 43rd pick in the draft, they've also got a third rounder from Jacksonville. Maybe you could work a way out to include that in there as well, unless you're going to get like maybe a a, a fourth this year and a, and a future third or something like that. But yeah. I feel like that's kind of the capital you're looking at with Atlanta there. The The question on that would be, is Atlanta's priority still the same? Andre was good. Somebody said, uh, who else? Somebody else said, what up in here? Andre was good. Yo. Uh, tricky trips in the building. I knew I saw somebody else. Tricky trips. I recognized. I was happening, man. Like, do you I'm feel gonna like I'm going to be honest Atlanta with you. I, I, I initially, I thought that said tricky tips, so I didn't really want to hey, say yo. it. 
So that's a pause moment, but it's tricky trip. So just okay. You lucky I don't have your sound effect on this board. Hot and ready, baby. You lucky I don't have it on this board. Oh, well, I do now. But no, uh, do you oh, feel like Atlanta's dang. priorities has changed with Justin Fields now that Dan Quinn's not there, right? I feel like that was a little bit of yeah, Dan Quinn's influence in like, hey, we get Justin down here. We got some dogs down here. And they was like, we don't want you down here. Right. <laughs> we don't want you down here. Yeah, no, I think that, um, like I said before, I think if it's Atlanta, Atlanta is, is you know, you got all the the, the connections. At Justin's from Atlanta. Uh, again, I mentioned the team is 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 semi-built and they have young talent. Uh, so there's something that you can do with that. Uh I'm trying to remember who the the DC is. I mean, not the DC, the OC is in Atlanta. I'm I'm drawing a blank right now, but uh, I think that yeah, if 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 you if you're talking about a team like Atlanta going for Justin Fields, but again, that's the eighth eighth, eighth overall pick. Zach, who? Zach Robinson down there. Zach Robinson. That's the eighth overall pick, right? Yeah. yeah. You're not getting the first out of them. That's why I said the second round pick to me. Is probably the one that you would actually get out of Atlanta, but is Atlanta still as interested in Justin Fields as they once were? I wouldn't see why not. I mean, Ryan Pace is down there. Ryan Pace. Now that I did read earlier that Ryan Pace could be interested in maybe bringing him along. Maybe he feels like okay, this is the person that you know I, I, I banked on, and you know if I bring him around a team that's a little bit more established at the at the you know the 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 positions of need. Yeah. Maybe this could be something, you know, because they, let's be honest, they didn't have a Bijan type of running back. David Montgomery was okay. You know, Khalil Herbert's okay. Those were very good, you know, uh, uh, running backs here, but they're not of the level of Bijan. Then you have Drake London, who's a young and up and coming receiver. You have Kyle Pitts, who's been just, I'm sorry, he's been underused and just mismanaged there. But uh, I mean, when you have a good quarterback like Justin, maybe that, that can, make him better. I I think that they would definitely be interested in Justin if that scenario came about. Ryan Pace is the director of player personnel down there. So, I mean, he's got some pull. Does he show his face any more than he did here? I is mean, he in, probably is he in not. I think that's just basically... Man, still peeking around the door? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> you know, sometimes it rains in Spain, and the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane, and the plane flies, and the flies in the skies, and the skies are blue, and sometimes the blue leads to you, and when you and me work together, I mean, at the end of the day, what are you going to say? Hey, Ryan Pace has come to play today. What the... F- I got no, I hated his end of your pace. I ain't gonna lie. I the one thing I do love about Ryan Poles, bro, is Ryan Poles gonna sit down in that chair and he's gonna be like, Hey Ryan, what's your plan? Not telling you. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh mm-hmm. what, what are your thoughts on Justin Fields? Don't know that either. Oh, okay. Uh well, like you, you gonna tell us anything? Not really. I just am obligated yeah. to do this at the end of the season. See, see the difference between and I didn't him and want to BS y'all. <laughs> the difference between him and Pose is when he puts his cards up to his face, they only got it's like twos and threes in his No, head. no. The di- the it's- difference between him and Pose is when he puts his cards up to his face, it's not cards, it's just actually fingers. It's just <laughs> ten fingers. It's just he think he got something in his hand. But he don't have nothing in his hand. It's just ten fingers and everybody can see right through it. It's just you know I mean? <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, Big Patty God, I do not miss Ryan Pace, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I love 
the fact that Ryan Poles is so, and I, I get it right. Like he's not going to tell you his decision, but he's going to tell you, he's not going to tell you his decision. Yeah. He's going to sit. And if you keep asking, he going to look at you and be like, come on dog. Like, you know now what you it know is. I, yeah. You know, yes. I can't tell you that. We but got two just, months. <laughs> are there are there any long shots in here that you think maybe some of the long shot names they got in there? Vikings are in there. Commanders are in there. Titans are in there. Do you feel like any of them may get desperate and uh, try and give up a little bit more? Because I think Vikings is interesting because now I don't think Ryan Poles is going to trade Justin Fields inside the division. I, I will start there. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be. I, I think that that will be. There's no way that he would ever do that. But Vikings come back sit, to burn him every year. Yeah, yeah. Vikings sit at 11. They also sit at 42 right now. Maybe you could work out 42, 42. again. 42. I don't believe that yeah. that is a legitimate option there. Um, commanders maybe for a second round, but why would they not take a quarterback high, a young quarterback? Yeah, they got second. They can sit on that. Yeah, Titans uh, is pause. That's crazy. Um. Ah. Titans is a name. Now they're at seven, yeah. but they're also at 38. Do they believe in Will Levis? Will Levis had a nice little like start, but it was kind of like, man. Yeah, I mean. Will Levis yeah. is good. Well, you, uh, he was about as good as your mic is right now. He was about as good as your mic is right now. That's about how good Will Levis was this season. Talk about Will Levis is good. <laughs> he was good. <laughs> uh, I think that I think that Minnesota is a, is a, is an interesting pick, but uh, b- because of the reasons that you said, I think that um, yeah that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be true because if you're trading him inside the the division, that that you know that's going to come back to haunt you probably. Although Minnesota doesn't necessarily have the greatest team, and you got JJ that's hey, starting to get injured a lot. You know, Justin Jefferson. I mean, outside of him, that's it. I mean, we Jordan had DJ Addison. Moore, Jordan Addison. Yeah, Jordan Addison, the dog. Now, who else though? Who else though? I mean, outside of those those, those two, uh, they got the they got the tight end from uh, Detroit there, Hawkinson, uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah, right. about every yeah, good right. receiver like they trash Hawkinson. Hawkinson's okay. <laughs> to me, Hawkinson's okay. Hey, like Hawkinson, ain't same level as 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 Cole Komet right now. Like they got a better receiving core than Chicago for sure. Well, yeah, they that, that I will admit they do. Um, but uh, I mean, it, maybe 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 Minnesota is an option just because of you know your boy might be moving on for from them. So maybe they need to replace and get younger. That's the only way I see that happening. But you 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 got to get something back. Oh yeah, from, Kirk from Minnesota. No. I mean, like realistically, thirty five off of Achilles. He ain't Aaron Rodgers. I mean, even then, Aaron Rodgers. We don't know how he's gonna look when he comes back. Cause he yeah, I, I don't expect Aaron to come back and be the same guy. <laughs> Yeah, like no. realistically, that's 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 done. That's a wrap. So <laughs> tricky trip said Leonidas is back. <laughs> kid is oh boy, here we go. You're a grief. <laughs> oh, I mean, is Leonidas about Leonidas in the chat? Leonidas yeah, in the yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. He, he, oh he boy, here we go. Here we go. I thought he was calling kid Leonidas. I was like, no. Hey, I was I was like, where did the reference come from? He looked like, like I, I was like, I don't know. He don't really have he's a three hundred. Three hundred or something. <laughs> this is Sparta. <laughs> it is what it is. What are your thoughts, kid? We, we've we've kind of had the conversation with you joining the conversation now. Uh, welcome to the show. Appreciate you showing up. Uh, with uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cutthroat world out here nowadays. With no, um, the, the report that Shefty put out there, basically that I don't know if it's a report. He said it on the everything Shefty says is a report, I guess. But he, he said it on Waddle and Sylvie that 
Uh, he believes that the Bears could get a first-round pick for Justin Fields. And the teams available, I don't think it'd be any of the high teams, but maybe a, we've talked about maybe a Pittsburgh. Maybe a Pittsburgh being a team sitting at 20. They got no quarterback hope there. Um, what is their draft capital looking like outside question. of 20? Like, they they kind of really have nothing going on for them right there. I'll be honest with you. I think it's cap. Um, I like Justin Fields, but a first for Justin Fields is high. That's a lot. There's another trade package out there floating around that a first it's a first round pick in a second round pick for or no first round pick and a third round pick for Stefan Diggs, who clearly is an all pro top like top five at his position and things and of that nature. No one like no one is going to like, like front on that. Like I right, don't play quarterback. <laughs> That's the it. difference. Hey, listen. Yeah, that's, that's, that's number I, one. I, I know that's number one. Don't get me wrong. I'm, it's not an apples to apples conversation, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, we're talking about someone who's like, you still trying to figure him out, not knowing exactly Versus what's proven. going on. Yeah. Like, if this is just and fully developed, I could see it and we see where it is. But as it stands, man, second is the highest I, I see it going for. And that's, I think second is good. Is like, you get a second for him, that's great. Yeah, or a low first, like Muckbuck said, a low first. Well, like, and that's why I said that's why I said P- Pittsburgh to me is interesting because they're sitting at twenty, right? And we've had we've said this yes. a couple of times in here, like they're the ones that to me are a complete team and just need people to get like even if you get Justin Fields in there just in the role that um, Justin comes in at, right? Like don't don't screw it up. Give us the flashy plays, make big throws down the field to. Uh, to to George Pickens, make the big throws that we need you to make to the guys that they like. They they've got a team that's filled out. They need a better. They they need to improve their O line a little bit more as well. But like they they legitimately are wasting a defense, and could be a decent quarterback away. The problem is they haven't even had decent. Right? They have Mitch. They had Mason Rudolph. They had Kenny Pickett, and they just keep kept rotating all three of them in there. It was like, who's gonna give us the good game today? I see people saying that this is a. Oh, I have a crazy attitude about it. Let's just be for real. There are like four or five QBs that have some type of name. Patrick Cameron's going in and out. I don't know what's happening right there. Um, you look a little fuzzy, my G. You look a little fuzzy. Um, is it just me? No, nah, he look a little fuzzy. Um, let's be for real. Picking them, let's say at the twentieth pick, what other QBs are on the board in this draft that would make you not take them versus going JF one? I'm just asking. JJ McCarthy might be in that range. Now JJ JJ not getting past Denver. JJ may or may not. Yeah, you know what? The closer to the draft, his his value might go up. Like you said, Mel Kiper's always going to get one of them up. He's got he's got to hype one spunky quarterback up a year, bro. That might be one. Yeah. Um. What is Bo Nix? I know people are. I, I, I'm not a Bo Nix fan. I'm just saying that he's going to. He's he's projected to be late first, early second. So like I'm looking at that situation. It's like, hey, no matter what we're talking about, we're talking about a team that really needs a QB. They're trading for a QB that they're eventually going to have to pay in a year or two while they're trying to develop everything else. It doesn't make sense as opposed to a team that you know they they aren't in striking distance to get a QB. That's all I'm saying. Like, that just makes more sense. Like, a team that has a second to play with will probably do it. A team that's in the first round remotely, they have a chance at a QB regardless. So it's like, I don't see that happening logically. 
But I'm not. I mean, hey, Ryan Pace is the is the GM or, or president, or whatever he is over there in Atlanta. Who yeah. knows? He he got Trubisky. You know, like who well, knows I, what and I does, think right? I think that's the that's the only reason I would see maybe somebody come in that's at the bottom, right? Because if you're willing to give up a second round pick for a quarterback, maybe you want Justin Fields, but you're like. Listen, I, I'm, I'm it, like it, Justin Fields is good enough to get a second. Everybody believes that, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Justin Fields is good enough to get a second, right? So Thanks, he's Chris. good enough to get a second. That means that there's going to be certain teams that are willing to go in and give you a second for him. If you're one of those teams who's in the draft range of, um, right? Like let's let's see some of the teams at the bottom that maybe might look quarterback. You start Pittsburgh, Cleveland's good, Green Bay's good, Tampa, maybe doubt that though. Buffalo's mm-hmm. good, Baltimore. And then right like it, those those are the teams that have QBs for the most part. Pittsburgh, Jayville's good, Seattle's a team. They're sitting at 16. Maybe they have some interest there. But if you're in Rams. that 16 to 20 range in the first round, you're not getting a quarterback. What about the Rams? I would actually say would probably be that because they need to start developing a QB. The Rams also say F those picks. <laughs> they do Rams could actually, yeah, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, Stafford's getting up there a little bit. So, yeah, but they're not moving on from Stafford. This well, year. Just, <laughs> no, 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 you don't have you to move on for Mac and Well, the whole point is that, you know, um, I agree with what you're saying. Seattle, that's what I was saying before you had mentioned it earlier. I was in the chat, uh, Seattle and, um, at that pick, is sixteen. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the thing is, is that either way, whether I feel get, second, you're going to end up with a second. A you're second not, you're not losing. You're not. Yeah, losing. That's not bad. Yeah. Top second, top of the that's draft. Impact player. That's our center right there. Absolutely. That's an impact player. Like I think people who just like, oh no, he's a first. Is like that's just the the people who are like on the don't trade Justin unless it's four or something. Well, I I'm like, Schefter's not on that because she, <laughs> my favorite thing Schefter said in his interview was he was like. I know you guys think that I am, but I am not paying attention to what is happening in Chicago 24-7. Like, it was like, he said, he said, I'm at the Super Bowl right now. I'm not, not thinking anything about Chicago. I'm not hearing anything about Chicago right at this minute. Right? Like, so it's, it's. I don't think that Schefter's, like, I see a lot of people just like, Schefter's just pushing a narrative. The narrative of both sides of the fence? It's like, for what? For what? Like I, I, I don't know. So for me, like I, I look at the the conversation as more of a. I, I do think that it's a. I don't know if it's a guarantee. He said you could get it from any team that needs a quarterback. I don't believe that. I don't believe Seattle's giving you sixteen. But I do believe that you could get it if somebody like Atlanta comes in with whatever I said it was the forty second pick and said, guess what? Yeah, we'll give you this. We'll give you some future draft capital, and then Pittsburgh mm-hmm. goes. Oh snap! Well, we do need a quarterback, and uh, I'm not moving up for Kenny Pickett. We've we've done our moving up for a white guy. Atlanta, I'm not saying Alina. Atlanta needs a QB. The Raiders need a QB, but they we know that that's not gonna happen. Um, well, we don't know that. I don't know what that is, but Getsy's the OC over there. I'm yeah, pretty I, sure. I, yeah, that like, that bridge has I, been burned. Yeah, I thought that was the most interesting thing. Y'all wasn't in here, so I'm rehashing information to the chat, but like. Atlanta is uh first off, the Bears are still the odds on favorite. Mm-hmm. Bears are still the odds on favorite for Justin Fields to be playing for next season. Then it's Atlanta. Then it's Vegas. Vegas is three at plus 450. Why? Why in the world would Vegas want 
to to run it back with Getsy. Well, I think it's more so maybe they're just looking and and I, we had this conversation, but I think maybe looking from a different aspect or a different angle, they need a quarterback. And even though, even though they got Jimmy I mean, G's there, right? Yeah, but you know, but you need a quarterback. But you but you need you need <laughs> you yeah need yeah you need you need a quarterback to kind of a screen pass. That's well. the only that's the only reason I could see Vegas being a viable option. But again, I think the bridges have been burned with him and Getsy, all that, you know, makeup and and you know, when it was, oh, you know, we're fine, we're on the same page. But then Yeah, I I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. It's just it, it it's an interesting conversation to have. I thought it was it was good enough to bring to the panel, and I think that it's you know when you uh, Jimmy G got benched for Aiden O'Connell, yeah, that's yeah, it's it's gross. What, what are you counting, kid? Kid, when kid scares me when he looks up to the sky and is just trying to figure something out that is where is the where are the Giants picking again? Six, six. Oh, well, we talked about that. Yeah. They so so PK, what if, what if because somebody put it in the chat earlier? What if there was a scenario where you do trade Justin Fields and you do get a first round pick from New York? You go up to six, but you trade your ninth pick along with Justin. That's the only way I see them getting into the first round. Wait, would you take you that? Get, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let me just Justin make sure Fields I'm... and our ninth pick for New York sixth. So we move up three spots. We give them their our quarterback and our ninth pick. For so what? we have one and six. You taking Joe all? You did all that. We didn't. Honestly, game. if if we move up to six, I might trade back two to two or three, get more picks and get three and six, get MHJ and get uh, Fashanu. I don't think that's gonna work, man. I, yeah, I think but now you ain't got up. no quarterback. You missed all the quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, you went from one. You give up. You gave up a quarterback that's worth possibly a one, if not a two, and then only go to nine to six. So instead of us having maybe. Two extra picks. We basically just moved up one angle. MHJ is definitely getting chosen by Arizona if he's there. That's just it. Arizona's yeah. taking MHJ. Well, he was saying move back to three to yeah. take MHJ. Yeah, that I, I, I need to retrace that. I, I didn't. Yeah, think I was gonna say. I was like, you, you, you're not gonna have right, a quarterback right. in that. So we would have right. to keep number one. Right, guys, value. Here's right. how Poles plays the cards. We're gonna do no this quarterbacks. Room. Wildcat every play. <laughs> Hey, this, yeah. this, this war room is going to be hilarious. <laughs> you can't yeah, do I, I that. misspoke on that. <laughs> hey, the war room is going to be great because I know there's going to be something. First off, it's going to suck for everybody who's oh, not Mike a nerd. Mike, 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 hold on. First Mike of all, Davis. you don't know. You don't know. You don't this know nothing. You okay. Lose. You don't know nothing. All right. <laughs> You keep your mouth closed, all right? You don't know what you're talking about. Don't put that on the main thing. Hey, that's for clipping purposes. We got to have it up there. (laughs) thousand points, Mike Davis. Last time, all right? I did win, so. Because that is so incredibly factual, man. (laughs) Hey, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hit that like button. Subscribe (laughs) to the page. Much love, Mike. It's all good. If you have not done so, be on the lookout for the War Room, guys, as well. The War Room is coming. We're looking to set a date on that soon. We will give you guys an update. We are going to be in the studio going all through every pick as JC would say we're coming hot and ready with every pick that the (laughs) Chicago Bears have we're going to be making trades and we got to do it as a group the breeze has to come up with their own draft board to make the Chicago Bears better and the best part about it is there'll still be a group of people that's like these guys are idiots what do they do (laughs) how could you trade justice so that is coming soon be on the lookout for that we're gonna set a date we're gonna get that mug cracking before we get out of here I do want to finally get to this because there wasn't a ton of news today but um, the the conversation that we didn't get to have yesterday 
about the Chicago Bulls and scatter. Uh, everybody getting up out of here. <laughs> but just, I actually gotta go. <laughs> shut up, Joe. Uh, but no. <laughs> Zach Levine undergoing that season-ending injury. Of course, this was news uh, basically last week pretty much. And over the weekend, uh, didn't get a chance to get to it. But this team is just in the same spot. And, and <laughs> dog, when I look at Acme at this point, I, I used to look at them with smiles, with reverence. <laughs> I, I do have to roll, y'all. No, well, oh, you can't Damn. leave. No, you know you're here for this. No, I you can't something. leave. You are here. I made the, the lower third. I, I did my contribution. You got it. No, I, get out of here. Get out of here. He said, I ain't talking basketball. I do have something to do at 6 o'clock. So oh, okay. All righty. All right. Okay. pop that gear just to one that. now. Watch. <laughs> I, 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 here's the part that's tough with all of this. And I think it's the only loophole that I can give to Acme. The Bears had the Bears. Hey, that's the team I'd rather talk about. The Bulls had to prove something to the NBA. And now it's gotten to the point where them proving it, and I do think they've proved it, has shot them in the foot. They had to prove that they were willing to be loyal to a player to a fault. Because they hadn't proved that in what 30 years? <laughs> I mean, you had Jordan. You to, uh, to, I was about to say Justin Fields, Derrick Rose. N- not at all. No, they got rid of him middle no, of the They got rid of him for Jimmy. They they definitely tried to, to put pin them against each other. And then yeah, the and, they, and they and the, the coaching staff was like, Yeah, we can get this one out of here. We can bring this one in. Well, not the coaching staff, I should say the front office was like, We gotta get Derek out of here. We can bring uh, 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 Jimmy in as the guy and then they had Jimmy as the guy and they literally were just like we don't know what to do with this guy like the, the literal words out of the GM's mouth we don't know how to build around Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. so I think and, and a lot of people have said well players don't care about that but players have talked about that players have gone on podcasts and talked about the loyalty aspect that is why the Chicago Bulls had to pay Zach Levine mm-hmm I've heard from many people that there were people above the front office that did not want to pay Zach Levine. But they realized the perception of their team. The perception of your team is a team that turns its back on you. The Chicago Bulls, as bad as it has been, have not turned their back on Zach Levine until Zach Levine said, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm done. I don't want to be a bull. I want to be traded. Get me out of here. Now, what's funny about this is nobody wanted him. (laughs) (laughs) But how did they, like, did the Bulls kind of get a, I'm not going to say what you said yesterday. Did the Bulls get a advantageous situation by Zach Levine going down? Because I do think that There's something to be said about still moving some of the pieces. We heard that Drummond is being looked at by many teams. He's got four teams possibly that want to make a trade for Drummond. Can you get a role player back for him? Um, You've got DeMar DeRozan who could be not. We got a timeline on uh, uh, Joel Embiid now four weeks. Is Philly maybe back in on that? Um, Now, the funniest thing ever uh, was that. Hayes Hayes, uh, brought it to my attention that the report about the first round pick was immediately refuted by somebody that was actually in a position in Philly. Like, you got to stop. Like, what are you doing right now? Mm -hmm. But 
is Philly looking to bring a player back like DeMar DeRozan? Like, I think now you've got your young piece in Kobe White. You see where the future is going for you. And this could be a situation very similar to what you should have done with the Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler situation where Jimmy had surpassed Derrick as far as being healthy, as far as uh, 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 being able to go out there and give you consistent uh, contribution. And as far, maybe not in star in Chicago, but as far as who the number one should have been on the team. Can you finally get that right here in Chicago? That's a situation that I think the Bulls have set in front of them right now. I'm going to be honest with you, Pat. I tuned out like halfway through that. You want to know why? <laughs> you want to know why, dog? They don't care. I'm going to tell you why they don't care. Anybody remember what the trade package was for Alice Caruso? Projected. Projected. I think Hayes is still in the chat. He can Two first-round picks. Yeah. And now they want an OG Ananobi trade. An OG Ananobi type trade. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you all remember what the trade was rumored for DeMar? earlier this season, late last season. When he was in MVP talks? I don't I don't remember the DeMar one. No. The DeMar oh, one had... Three years ago, MVP talks. The, 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 oh, the okay. DeMar one had Siakam tied to it. And it actually had some traction. It actually had traction. Yeah, but they said Siakam wasn't a moving piece for them. That was the whole reason they didn't end up pushing it through. I, it's the simple fact that we were immovable in those situations as well. Like, we didn't want to play ball on the team... That did anyone expect Zach Demar, Alice Caruso, and all, did we really expect all of them to still be here? We knew one one somebody was going to get moved. I think I expected them to be here because I know how this front office is building things. Yeah, I, I expected them to be. I, I did. I I never didn't expect them to be here. I think what I didn't expect was the commitment to them being the number one guys, no matter what. To a point where you're not playing younger guys for them to get out there and actually contribute in ways that you needed them to. Like they, they it was like we had no way with Lonzo Balls. So we were just like, oh well, we don't know what we're gonna do at the point guard position. Should we bring in a point guard? Ah, let's go get Goran Dragic. Like all you did was complete his plan to not be on the, uh, <laughs> not be getting dunked on. And when you typed in Goran Dragic, Chicago Bulls. That's all you got done. <laughs> the, the the one thing about AK2, honestly, is the simple fact that his biggest moves this offseason to me, which, again, we know how this team operates with a certain type of guard. We got Javon Carter. Well, that, we that was a miss, but because statistically oh, he was oh, supposed hey, to by be. By far a miss. Whoa, hey. Hey. You want to talk about a miss? That was a you kicked the field goal. That mug just went left. Went all and the way the to the left. Yes. looking at you like, what are you doing? And the only reason I can say this with confidence is because the player has a podcast himself. He would have played ball with Chicago. Pat Beverly fit Chicago. We already know why they let him go, though, because there were players on the team like Vooch that didn't back his type of attitude and his type of mentoring. Uh, the we young players love Pat, the but the older the players, the, the, the guys that actually ran the team, the stars of the team, didn't vibe with Pat. Man, that's the problem with this team is they don't like, they don't have that championship mentality. Pat knows what it takes at least to win, in my opinion. Oh, Pat's looking up and counting. What's happening? I'm saying championship gotta, mentality, gotta like when he, got a ring you know what, no, no, you know what, no, no, let me, again, I, I, I had to retrace my words twice today, my bad. Playoff mentality. 
Oh, okay. All right. Playoff. Playoff. Like, give I got a ring, and I'm give like, that. Yeah. I don't remember my Pat bad. having my a bad. ring. I miss Tony. I'm talking, talking crazy. Yeah. No, because they're I soft. Exactly, that. Lamont. I, I, but but my fa- my favorite part about this is, and why I think that the Bulls are in an interesting situation now is because there's a change that had to happen, and it's happening no matter what. Because now you you didn't want Pat Bev's type of player in there, right? Y'all hear Kobe White on the side? Y'all hear Kobe White on the court? Mm-hmm. Kobe barking. Kobe mm-hmm. sitting there. Hey, what are you doing? You get you missing your assignment. Kobe yelling out defensive assignments is the greatest thing that I've I've seen on a basketball court. Ever. Because I'm just like, bro, he really cussing mugs out for missing a defensive assignment and getting into the guys and saying, listen, let's let's go. Like we gotta, we gotta make better plays here. Um, it's not to say that it's enough. They still struggling to get into some of these games early. I think they finna get clapped tonight. I mean, like I no, Ant Man is coming tonight. It's about I'm to be getting posterized. Yeah. <laughs> over and over ain't no and need over. to fight back on that one. Might <laughs> hey, as no, well just take hey, that no one. Kill <laughs> but uh, I just, I just like I, I believe that there's a change that could happen with the Bulls now, where Zach Levine, it, I think he has to come back, right? The, and, and I don't know if you're going to change the perception of him next season. So he's probably going to be here for the duration of this contract. Zach Levine, when he came back and played that Clay Thompson role, those first couple of games where he was trying to get himself back going, the perfect Zach Levine. Yep. The exact player I need on my team. The player to me that leads this team in a way that makes the most sense for who he is. Knocked down three balls, was able to get to the rim, was able to get fouls, played good defense. Played aggressive on Kobe defense. White yeah. got, was the number one. Yep. And it's crazy to say we've got to do a point where I'm like, Kobe White got to be the number one. But the dynamic has shifted now to who is the big dog in the room. And I don't think the big dog is any of the older veterans on the team. Mm -mm. Maybe DeMar DeRozan is still big dog in, like, leadership role. But I've I've said this a couple of times. We see where DeMar leadership gets you. I mean, like, all the players he's taken, all the players he took out West got worse. (laughs) All I'm going to say is this. I would love to see what Kobe White and Zach look like with 15 games without without DeMar. And we haven't really seen that. I mean, we saw it for a couple of games. You say Kobe White, oh, Kobe White, Kobe White and Zach Levine. Kobe White, Zach Levine. This version of Kobe White. Oh, without DeMar. Without DeMar. You're going to get it. Games. <laughs> you go. You need, you need 15 games to do it. 15 gonna, games how with many games Will, is after the Kobe day? White, Zach Levine. You're going you gonna to get about 29 of it. Cause I don't think he's here past the deadline. Last time, last time we heard anything about Demar contractually, we're far oh, apart. On, we're far apart on years and money. Wait, did you say Kobe White without Zach and Demar, or with no, Zach and, and without Demar? Zach and 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 P. Will without Demar. Technically, we did see. Well, that. You got to wait till next season for that. I mean, I mean, technically, we did see that. It was just young Kobe. Yeah, I'm just saying this version of Kobe. Yeah. With Zach Levine, I think can coexist. Not only can I do, I think it can coexist. No, no. I actually think that they'll be just as impactful when it's just as many games because as much as we love to talk about how good they played, they still under 500. No, no. I I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly, right? And I, I don't think you've gotten the most out of this team. I think there's something missing that is very key with this team. A player like Zach Levine. But a player like Zach Levine with the mindset that this ain't my team no more. 
And I, I don't, don't believe know, that, that has to be the case. That's I, what we do. I do. I do. Because I think here's the thing. Yes, there's good. There were always games where Klay Thompson would knock down more points than Stephen Curry. He would be boom. We, he's 62. Steph's taking the night off. He's basically just running up and down the court. But the thing that you always knew was if it got to crunch time, I'm giving this basketball to Stephen Curry. The thing that you always knew was if it gets to a moment where we need a bucket, I'm giving this basketball to Stephen Curry. Unless Clay's going ballistic like he does every time he comes to Chicago. Right? Like you knew mm-hmm. who the number one on the team is. I think the mistake they made before was not establishing that. And now I think you have an opportunity to right that wrong with a young player that's going to be here on a two year or two more years on this deal at a team friendly rate. You need to get the most out of him that you can right now. Because if you can figure out, is he truly a number one over the next two years on a $10 million deal a year? You won. All of the stuff we're saying right now means nothing because you won. A young player developed under your tutelage and turned into a number one. And I feel that. That's the only way they got out now. And I think that it does work with Zach Levine, but only if Zach Levine, and I think this is the problem was with before, was Derrick Rose ever going to be able to be the number two here? No. I don't believe he would have been. Perception no. wouldn't have allowed him to be. Mm-hmm. He's Chicago's son. Yep. I think you had to move on. Now, moving on from Jimmy was crazy. That was just dumb. But I do think that you had to move on from Derek because you were never going to get the most out of Jimmy. You know, the funny thing is, I here's the thing. I don't think Kobe currently does anything that Zach can't do. But I do still feel like Zach can do things that Kobe can't. And there's a rhyme and reason as to why they can coexist. And I, I that's just really what I see there. And I think I, Kobe can consistently pass. I, I think the but that that means he's a different playmaker than Zach. But as far as like, you know, Zach is still a 50, 40, 80 player. And he's like a, a mid 80. So it was like what 85, Zach 86, is a 48, or he was he was 49, 48, 80. Yeah, whatever. And Kobe is not even close to that. Right, so from an efficiency, not yet. like Kobe's not no. Nah, Kobe just had a 50, 40, 90 month. Somebody just had a 50, 40, 90 month on the Bulls. Statistically speaking, he's just not he's not close to that. Uh, he had no, a good like, month. Like, like no, month. he had a good. Any player can have a good month, but like when you average it out over a season, like Zach is. is that Io, I think that was Io. Io, yeah, it was Io. I was trying to uh, think of that too. Kobe I did see the image, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. Like when when I say that, people think I'm trying to kill him it's like no some people are just high volume the type of shots they take and stuff like that it just is what it is ai is my favorite player one of my favorite players of all the time he was trash on efficiency it's just not what his game was right yeah. so like i think kobe is a different type of playmaker but i think their styles can the, complement each other in a way that doesn't allow it to happen with demar there and doesn't i think i think it doesn't allow it to happen with vooch there because vooch is still a big man whose style of play requires him to have the ball and I'm sorry, Vooch is just not the same guy. When they give him the ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's just what I see on the court. I'm not saying it's right, things of that nature. But, like, if, uh, Drummond fits that team better because he's a rim-running, rebounding machine. Thank you for saying that. Who yep. knows he can put the – like, he's going to rebound and get putbacks. That's what Problem he with, but, but He's going to do the dirty work. He doesn't live off that. Yeah, but the difference with Drummond is uh, I can't count on you to be out there. Like, I, that don't work for me either. Like, I get, Ooh. like, pe- people want Drummond to be out there, but it's like, I would love for Drummond to be out there, but the reason Drummond ain't out there is Drummond. Absolutely. The reason, the reason Andre Drummond can't be on the court as a starter is because one game he going to give you 26 and 20, and you're going to mm-hmm. be, this man kill him. How we don't play him? And then the next game, 
he going to give you 11 and 10 on 15 minutes because I couldn't play him in the whole first half because in the first six minutes, he picked up four or five. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, but I also yeah. think it's how he's officiated. Like Dwight Howard had the same. That's issue. not gonna change. Yeah, I, right. I mean, yeah, that's that not means, gonna change. Yeah. <laughs> that's like saying uh, Justin Fields is gonna get a, 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 a what is it? Rough of the passer call. <laughs> rough of the passer call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that ain't happening. It ain't happening. Hey right, man, I think that there's a lot of interesting things happening around the city of Chicago right now, and the Bulls are. I know it's it's gross, but they are a little bit more interesting now with the trade deadline coming up. What are they gonna do? Probably nothing. Is anything going to change? More than likely Probably not. Then next time not. on Dragon Ball Z. Now, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to show and love. As always, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Leave a five-star view. Y'all know what to do. For the pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid, And, of course, Jordan J.C., host of Chicago Bears Breeze. Kid, host of Chicago Bulls Breeze. Y'all stay safe out there. Chicago. It's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Peace. Oh, yeah. Joe was here, too. <laughs> <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.